This episode of Rockcast is brought to you by rock sponsor Subsplash. Subsplash is a technology company that provides software solutions for churches and nonprofit organizations. Connect with Subsplash today at rockrms.com slash sponsors. Welcome to this special edition of the Rockcast Podcast. This is John Edmiston filling in for Emily as the host. Today we also have Nick Erdo and Jay Nessel, uh, who is a newer team member to the Spark team. And we want you to get to know him a little bit more, just like we do. So Jay, how long have you been here at Spark? Let's see, I started at the end of March, actually right when all of the quarantine stuff was kind of kicking in. So it's been an interesting couple of months, I guess almost five months now at this point. So. Yeah, that was definitely not the best way to transition into a new organization. <laughs> but, you know, God's timing, it just happens when it happens. And we did our best, but it was interesting that we had never met you for like months. I know. Until yeah. uh, we could kind of come back in the office. We're not fully in the office right now, but kind of. Yep. So uh, what were you, what role were you hired in to, to do here? So originally the thought was that I was gonna be working on some UX and some UI on the core rock platform. And a lot of my initial work was done on some of the new profile redesign work. And um, that was a lot of fun. And lately it's kind of shifted now into uh, doing some mobile app development with that new platform. Um, so that's really exciting. And then um, I also do a lot of the IT work around the office to help with uh, just kind of setting up laptops and get everybody configured and ready to go. Yeah, you you kind of pinch hit in a lot of ways. <laughs> um, at the conference coming up, if you haven't registered, be sure you do. That's not too uh, late. Uh, but uh, you, we are going to be showing some of those uh, screens that we did for the profile page. So, awesome. Yeah. Looking forward to it. Yeah. So, yeah, you were heavily involved in in that redesign with Garrett and myself, mm -hmm. uh, but you did a majority of the of the of the work there, so that's really really cool. Um, where were you before Spark? So before I came to Spark, um, my wife and I actually lived in Maryland, um, just north of Baltimore, and I worked at a startup that I helped my father create called Tempest Dynamics. And I was there for, I guess, about eight years. And I was a um, .NET developer there. And I helped out with not only the backend architecture, but also the front end development and design. And um, we specialized in autism uh, research, specifically with like registries and research projects. And we also um, kind of grew into other genetic disorders. So um, yeah, it was a, a really cool opportunity. and. Um, I definitely wanted to kind of continue that technical work. And so Spark seemed like a great fit. And how did you end up here in Arizona? Yeah, kind of a, a leap. Um, well, I grew up visiting here. I have some extended family here, aunts and uncles and grandparents and all that. So uh, I always loved it here as a kid. And I always had this kind of inkling in the back of my mind that I would end up here someday and just never knew if or when that would be the right timing with the Lord's timing. And um after you know getting married and kind of thinking about it we talked about it for years and the timing was still just never quite right but um we came out here about two years ago to visit uh, for my wife's birthday we went to the grand canyon and got to spend time with the family here and i think we knew pretty much right away like this is where we're supposed to be this is what we want so um yeah it was a a leap of faith i guess in some ways but we packed up our entire life in a little five by eight trailer and drove out here in january and um 
yeah, kind of the rest is history. So Spark was just kind of the nat natural progression of finding a, a company where I could do technical work and also, you know, be involved with a great company that's doing, you know, Christian kingdom driven work. And it was super exciting to have this opportunity to, you know, join you guys. Yeah, that's really something that I think sometimes we kind of forget and take and take it for granted almost that the work that we do has this like eternal impact and it's is significance significant and it's easy to walk out the door on the end of the day and, and kind of forget how many times like the work that we're gonna do or we did that day is gonna be impacting people. Absolutely. So uh, so tell us a little bit more about your family. Sure. Yeah. So um, my wife and I, um, we're going to be married seven years in November, which is crazy to think about. Time flies. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it's just us. And we have a, a little cat, white fluffy cat named Duke. <laughs> and um, like I said, I've got extended family here. And um, back in Maryland, I've got my parents as well as my younger sister, Danielle, and her husband. And uh, they just had a little baby girl named Lila last year. And they've got another little baby, Emma, on the way. So very exciting <laughs> nice and what do you like to do outside of the spark offices uh, i like to dabble in a little bit of everything um i kind of jump around my first thought is um I, I do like to play and listen to music a lot um i played trumpet in all of my school years i played uh trumpet in high school marching band so i think that was kind of what sparked my interest and my dad was a trumpet player as well so maybe it ran in the family but um then I picked up a bass guitar around age 14 and taught myself that. And I've also dabbled on drums and piano, electric guitar, things like that. And um, I played bass guitar in the worship band at church for many, many years. And then most recently I was in a metalcore band with my buddies back home. And our third album is actually about to drop soon. So we're very excited about that. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Now I'm new to that term metalcore what is i mean i've heard metal but what's metalcore yeah so metalcore is a little bit newer i think a lot of people when they hear metal they think of kind of more metallica or the mm -hmm. older school stuff so metalcore is a little bit newer it's a little harder a little faster um, there's a bunch of different subgenres of metal so i won't even get into all of that, that but um yeah i would say we're probably best categorized as like melodic metalcore Melodic metalcore. Wow, I didn't think yep. those terms would go together. Now, now I'm intrigued. I'm going to have to listen to it. Can, yeah. we, can we know the name of the band? Sure. So, yeah, we're called Brotherhood, and the new album coming out is called Thrones. Cool. Mm -hmm. Cool. Is that something that could be found on Spotify? Yep. Or? Yeah, we're on all the major streaming services. Nice. Yeah. I'm definitely checking that out. Um, other what than what music, is your favorite band? Though? Like, yeah. say, outside of your own, of course, your own is your favorite. But what, sure. if you someone say, hey, what's your favorite band? What would you say? Ooh, that's a tough question. Mm -hmm. Um it's kind of changed over the years. August Burns Red was probably my favorite for a long time. They're a Christian metalcore band out of um, Lancaster, Pennsylvania. I saw them probably 14 or 15 times live over the years. Oh, wow. One of my favorites. Um, so they're still cranking out music 10, 12 years later, however long they've been around. Um, I would say most recently, uh, I don't know, it's tough. I really like a band from, I think they're from Sweden called Vildjarta. And they play this weird, like, gent metal. I don't know if you've heard of that, but um, yeah, they're, they're a little wild, but. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Now, will we be able to hear any of this music on, like, uh, Air One or, <laughs> no, K-Love? Probably not. Yeah, there used to be a day and time where you could hear good music on the radio, but no is, more. Is Air One even around anymore? I don't know. They used to play know. good stuff. Yeah, I don't mm. know. That's, those, are, those are terms I haven't heard in a while. <laughs> what else? What else? You, what are your other hobbies? Let's see. Um, I really like getting out and just riding anything with two wheels. So I've got an e-bike, so I like to ride around. I did 
probably about 10 miles this morning, but I like to just get out and ride. Um, okay, so tell me about the e-bike because sure. I'm kind of intrigued on that whole thing. I've looked at some of them. I, like, what yeah. is all that about? Uh, so it's basically, well, I mean, there's a ton of different variations, but the mm -hmm. one I have, it's a foldable fat tire e-bike. So I can just throw it in the back of my car and, you know, you've got some off-road capabilities with the fat tires, but um, it's just got a big hub motor on the back. So you can kind of choose how much pedal assist you're getting from that motor and you can ride it as aggressively or as throttle heavy as you want. Um, the battery is real big. It can go up to 50 miles if you're babying it. So it's a oh, lot wow. of fun. Huh. Yeah. So my wife is in the mail, hopefully coming soon. And so oh, cool. we plan to be riding around and kind of explore different areas once that arrives. Yeah, did yep. you see in the news where Simon Cowell broke his back on it? <laughs> I did. That kind of wondering like what almost happened. a motorcycle. Oh, is it? Yeah. I was kind of wondering what he did. <laughs> yeah, he had a very high-end e-bike. It kind of gives it a bad rap. But um, mm. yeah, I, I don't know the whole story, but I heard it was like not a, a typical e-bike. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. he's got the money. So yeah, I like doing the e-bike. I love going out in the desert, riding um, dirt bikes with my uncle and cousins. They go out all the time and we've ridden up to the top of mountains and done all kinds of crazy stuff. And we're all looking to kind of get some bigger bikes so we can do some long-term like adventure touring and moto camping and stuff like that. So we love that. And then um, I love motorcycling. I haven't ridden for a few years, but um, I used to ride a little Ninja 250 back in the day. So looking for a bike right now and itching to get back on the road. So if I'm on two wheels, I'm happy. <laughs> I have a neighbor actually, he's in his mid eighties and he rides dirt bikes and he, <laughs> he he's doing wheelies up and down the street. Oh it's like, so, and he's such a great guy, but it, he's just, he's so adventurous and he doesn't let his age at all stop him. Like he's always going out. That's awesome. Almost once a week I'm leaving to come to work at like seven and he's loading up his truck with <laughs> his dirt bike or his sand rail. He's got lots of toys. Um, but Very cool. It's it's pretty neat when you see a mid eighty year old guy doing <laughs> yeah I wheelies hope I'm up that and way. down the <laughs> <laughs> at eighty years old drive yeah yeah so uh, well we're so happy that you found us we're so happy that you're here you're adding so much uh, in lots of different ways I mean there's there's even projects that you've been working on that we didn't talk about today that are going to see the light of day um, soon so. Uh, at Spark, we're always trying to grow and, and uh, bring in technical talent and in, and in talent who can kind of lead through some of these projects. And uh, already you've had such a huge impact uh, with uh, Spark and, and the community is going to start to see that first with mobile and then um, with some of the designs you've done on the internal side and then some other projects that are coming up. So. Yeah, no, I'm super happy to be a part of it. And it's been an absolute blast. I feel like even though it's only been a couple months, I've learned so much and I still have so much to learn. So I'm loving it and uh, looking forward to definitely interacting more with the community. I'm bummed that we had to go virtual this year with the conference, but looking forward to next year when I get to meet some of you guys and uh, see you know what this community is all about. Yeah, I'm so bummed that I wish you could just see that conference. It's yeah. just amazing. And the passion and the relationships, um, it's it's like, I was going to say it's like a high school reunion, but it's way better than <laughs> yeah, that. It's most of those are kind of lame. <laughs> unlike anything you've ever seen. <laughs> right. And I think once you see that, like, it's like pe peeking behind the curtain and seeing what's really going on. It's next year for sure. Awesome. Well, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. All right. Well, thanks again for joining us. Thanks, John. And uh, we'll see you guys next time. Sounds great.
This episode of Rockcast is brought to you by Rock sponsor IT OneSource. Any IT products and services solutions can be acquired through IT OneSource. Connect with them today at rockrms.com/sponsors. <laughs>